head softball coach Mike Armitage. Who are you and why are you here? Well, um, I'm a guy that's played fast pits for, Jesus as long as I can remember. I remember uh, I was 13 years old. My dad and I used to do the parks in uh, my home, my hometown of Albany, Wisconsin. And uh, we, we got the fields ready for a tournament. My dad was over shooting hoops. My dad said, hey, there's a team that's short. You know, do you want to come over and play? And so I played my first game of fast pitch in my basketball shoes and shorts. Um, didn't do too well at the plate, but fielded a few ground balls and threw a few guys out, but but fell in love with the game and, and have been in love with it ever since. Um, was a baseball guy too, but when those days were done, uh, fast pitch quickly took over and filled that void. So um, played a pretty high level, played international level for a while. And then got into a lot of high school coaching, uh, numerous sports, really. Uh, but I knew I knew one, if I was going to go to the college ranks, softball was probably going to be that sport. So um, one of the uh, places I was coaching at high school, uh, one of my players was getting recruited by Illinois State University. And it was shortly after the rule changed that you had to wait until the junior year uh, mm -hmm. to talk to them. And um, she came up and talked to me, just said, you know, what do you think about this kid? And after that discussion, it was I was like, hey, what do you what do I got to do to get into the college ranks? I, said, I really want to, but I don't know the route to go. And they had a volunteer position opened up um, just a few months prior to that. So they were looking for somebody jumped on there. And then we had one of our paid assistants took a head job somewhere else and that opened up a spot for me. So I had been there ever since. And then uh, until I came here in uh, in September. So that was kind of the latter, I guess. But a couple, a couple of follow-up questions. What made you want to go from the high school to college? Like what what shifted in your head to to say, yep, I need to get to that level and I and I want to make it work? Yeah, I think probably a key word that would describe most of that would be investment. Um, the investment I was making on my part, um, as far as trying to make my team, that my current high school team at that time, better. Um, and and there were some kids that were reciprocating that, but there was also uh, too many, in my opinion, that weren't. Um, so uh, I know the level I was coaching at that I had to accept there were kids that were just there for the social aspect of it. Um, and I did that, but I knew if I was going to continue to coach that I wanted more. Um, I was a teacher there. I knew I could always go back there if things didn't work out at the college ranks. Um, but uh, I find that going to practice and, and having you know, kids that I'm coaching that are, are trying to get better each and every day. I mean, that's, that's, that's satisfying to me. You know, I, I can deal with that. And whatever our levels are, as long as we're working hard to get better, I can deal with it. How did you end up here at MSUM as our head softball coach? Um, well, uh, I looked around quite a bit, you know. I mean, I, I gained a lot of, of experiences with my assistant years uh, where I was at. And um, just kind of said, you know, and as you're an assistant, you're always you do the right thing because that's what is your expectation, you know, by your head coach. But you always also have like a separate compartment that in your mind that says, I don't quite know if I do it that way, but I'm instructed to. So that's the way I'm going to do it. You know, mm -hmm. so anyhow, I mean, you you do what you have to do there, but you're always putting things back in that, that compartment to say, here's how I would do it if I was running it. And I just kind of said, I, I want to take a shot at running it you know, and, uh, you know, kind of calling the shots and recruiting's a big deal with that. You know, I, I feel like we, you know, you find kids left and right that you're thinking you're, to yourself, I think this kid would be great for our program. And then now I got to go make sure it's okay with the other assistant and I got to make sure it's okay with the head coach. And then the ball can get rolling with recruiting the kid. But now as I go out and recruit, 
you know, and I've recruited plenty this fall and, and even into January. I'm thinking, man, this is great. That's the kid I want. That's the kid I want to go after. So it's it's not really a shortcut in doing the work, but it's a shortcut in the timetable it takes to get the work done. So um, I really feel that's a, a benefit, you know, knowing what I want, go out and get them. Um, I can I can talk with my assistant. Here's what I think we need. You know, he gives me feedback on what he, he believes too. And, and we're on the same page with that, you know, quite a bit. And, you know, as we talked before we started here, I mean, pitching is just a, a huge deal. So, I mean, it's just, it's when any profile that comes over to us and we see pitching, we're going to look, there's no question. We're going to look, you know, some other positions, you might be a little more filled up a little, little, almost, I don't say too much depth, but plenty of depth. Um, I don't believe you can ever really have enough pitching. So if there's a picture that comes over or across our screen, we're going to, we're going to check her out for sure. Well, that, that plays into kind of what I wanted to get into is just, you know, your, your coaching philosophy. A lot of the stuff that we talk about in, in the podcast is not so much the X's and O's, just, you know, the things that are a little bit more than the game. And part of that is uh, a coach's philosophy and, and how they approach the game, approach the team, approach the leadership, approach the other staff and, and how they want to run the program. What is your coaching philosophy for Dragon Softball? Yeah, I think the, one of the things I wanted to make sure we did here was make sure we got some of the fun back in the game. Um, I, you know, the, the bottom line is we're still playing a kid's game. And uh, I think it's important that at some point, you know, the, the, the young ladies that we have playing for us right now, at some point, that's all they played for. They played just because they love to play the game. They didn't play because they're trying to get recruited. They didn't play because they're trying to keep a scholarship. They played because they loved the game. And that's something that we really, really want to get back into them before they, uh, you know, call it a career. And um, I, I think we're, we're going down that right road. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just the, the idea of playing the game hard, knowing how to laugh, knowing how to have fun, understanding that things are going to happen on the field, things are going to happen on the bus, whatever. It's okay to laugh, you know, but when the ball's put in play, we've got to pay attention to detail. We got to make sure we're doing our job. We got to make sure we're supporting our teammates, you know. So um, you put the hard hat on when you need to, you know, and and then it's okay to have a good time while you're doing that. So that's the idea. And and sometimes it's it's easier said than done because a lot of the things that we do in our sport are, are a tad monotonous. You know, um, we take a ton of swings in the cage and if things aren't working right, boy, it seems like it's, it's pretty frustrating, but, um, you know, and pitching is no different. So when things aren't working right, that's frustrating too. So, but you just, you just keep chipping away, you know, at the big picture and, and, you know, they've got to understand that this game is not, it's not one good practice and all of a sudden you're a good ball player. You know, it's, it's a lot of same old, same old stuff, but you know, are you going to stay consistent with your efforts each time to help you really get better? And, uh, you know, this is, you've been with us here for a little while. We've got a few games under your, your belt mm -hmm. and uh, head coach at the high school level, assistant at the college level. Has this experience of being a head college coach lived up to what your expectations were? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, the bottom line is when I was an assistant, I mean, you could see the jobs of the other people. You're like, okay, clearly there's a ton of this, a ton of that, a ton of whatever, you know, um, there's, a, there's a lot more meetings here, a lot more meetings there, whatever the case is. I mean, the, the behind the scenes stuff that I think a lot of people that know a lot about the game, um, but don't know a lot about what happens when you're a head coach. Um, I think even though I felt like I was kind of getting prepared for that, there's still more than what you know. And, and, and a lot of that's just going from one school to another. I mean, we, we do right. things here one way here at MSUM, you know, it was different where I was at before, you know, and other schools in the, the NSIC are probably going to do it differently too, a little bit, you know, but 
Um, I think I, I was appreciative of the experiences that I had. I think that helped prepare me, but at the same point, you're never fully prepared. Um, so I think, uh, but I also think that, you know, the, the ability to, to make some adjustments on the move. I think my, my days of being a PE teacher really helped out in that because I felt like I wrote some pretty good, you know, plans for PE class, but they had never seemed to work. You always have to make shift one thing or another, or you've got kids on this team, kids on that team. You, got, you always got to do something um, within that lesson or whatever to make it a little bit better and more efficient. So, but I think that's, it's very similar in, in coaching. I mean, you have to be flexible, um, you know, where we're at here, you know, we're just out on the turf. I mean, plenty of people are going to use the turf, you know, so be flexible, you know, be, uh, be a team player within the entire school, not just within your program. You talked a little bit about your, your recruitment tactics and in, in mm-hmm. pitchers. What does that ideal recruit other than pitching yep. ha- have that you're looking for as part of the dragon softball program? Well, I think that, that sometimes you can just tell an athletes that drive to get better. I think it's real easy for athletes male, female, don't care who they, they can say, I want to play softball. We get a lot of profiles that we read and we're like, I really think I could help this team. Or I really think that, you know, well, the bottom line is I want to have a starting point that's at a better spot than where some of our starting points are, you know? And I, and I, I really, I think it's been fair to inform my kids that I inherited of what my expectations are and say, look, here's the bottom line. We have a year here and we're going to do everything we can to get every kid here better to get us better. But the bottom line is we're going to try and recruit kids that are better. And when those kids come in, we're not just going to settle. We're going to try and recruit kids that are better than them. And I think that's really a, a message that I, I believe they've heard, you know, and I believe they understand. And I believe that they, they, they try and come get better every day. They're putting extra time in. That's not required time with me or required time with, with uh, Coach Jesse. So it's, uh, it's been good. As far as that goes, it's been really good. But I think that's that's the whole key. I mean, everybody's going to work a certain number of hours, you know, in college sports, you know, what, what are you going to do? That's going to make you separate yourself from those other athletes, you know, cause I'll guarantee successful programs don't just go 15 hours during their 45 days in the fall. You know, they don't just go the six or eight hours you get outside of those 45 days. I'll bet they don't just go to practice and call it good. You know, I'm going to bet those successful programs are doing a heck of a lot more than that. So in the summers, you know, you can take some time off. You need some mental, you need some physical time off, but you need to make sure that you're not losing anything during that time off, you know? So I think that that player that's, that's willing to, you know, absolutely. I, I call this kind of fill in your glass. Um, absolutely fill the glass every time they, they take the field. I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with that. I was, uh, it's like, you're reading my bio. I, I was one of those individuals who, who came in and, I, I knew that the level of play that we were at, the people coming in should be better than me. And, uh, you know, I could control my effort, but you can't control the outcome is one of my favorite quotes. And I was putting right. in the extra time, doing the effort, doing all that kind of stuff. And no matter what I did, my outcome was never going to result in the next person. The next person was going to be better than me, whether I liked it or not. Yep. And, yep. you know, sometimes those are hard conversations when a program is on the grow and, you know, now they're winning tournament championships and things like that. So they've obviously done that in where I started over there on the, the orange ball side of things. But mm-hmm. as far as yellow ball, um, when, what does the, the outlook look like after you've seen this team, you've seen them in action, a few games, we're going to open it up here at home this week and, and see them uh, on the turf to start and hopefully over on the field sometime soon. 
you know, what is the outlook for, for this year? What do fans need to, to come check out when it comes to Dragon Softball? Well, I think, uh, I think one thing, you know, I've actually heard this from some of the, the parents that would, would make comments here and there um, after, after the game or doubleheader or whatever. And they'd say, you know, I know you don't see it now in the win-loss department, but it's so much better this year. You know, it's so much better. We're competing in games. It's so much better. Now, to me, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm one <laughs> of those guys that, that, that's – I struggle collecting a lot of moral victories, but at some point you got to build somewhere. you got to start from somewhere. So, okay, let's do that. Now, let's just – I feel like that's the gray area. I don't want it to be gray. Let's get a little bit more rigid with it and say – let's either do it or don't, you know, I mean, let's, let's win or don't win, but, and there's always great things, you know, we can, we can lose some ball games and, and, and play really well. I mean, that's just the way the game is. Um, we can also get hammered and, and, you know, eight to zip, nine to zip, 10 to zip. And, and you can pick out good things, you know, Hey, so-and-so made a heck of a catch there. You know, you had three really good at bats at the plate. You can always pick stuff out, but the big picture is collectively, we have to make sure we're doing the right thing. You know, I mean, unless it's a pitcher, one person isn't going to win you a lot of ball games. you know, so the more we get or the quicker we can get the the idea of, hey, you did this good, you did that good. And instead, we can get that man, we collectively really hit the ball well today. We collectively played good defense today. Our pitching staff collectively pitched really well today. When you can throw those three phases together, now all of a sudden we're going to be we're going to win some ball games and we're going to feel good even even if you don't win. You're going to feel good about the way you played. You just right. know that, hey, next time I got to do a little bit more or we have to do a little bit more to get a win. So that's the idea. But I, I think the outlook as far as the team goes, man, I, I mean, our goals are still in, in place. You know, our goal was to make the tournament this year. Um, our goal was uh, to make sure we're as prepared as we can at the beginning of conference. And, and I think that's that's what we, we did with the schedule we had and we were able to, to compile. I mean, I like it. I mean, we've got four games, hopefully four games this week with Mayville. Um, that we can uh, continue to polish before we start our conference season, and and I look at I look at some conference teams and I go, that's going to be a pretty tall order. We play in a pretty tough conference, but we're going to those are games we're going to learn from. Um, and I see some some teams in our conference that I go, I, yeah, I think we're just as good as this team. I think we're going to beat this team. I feel good about our chances against this team. So that that type of thing. I mean, it's if I was looking at a spectator and saying, here's one thing that I want to make sure, you know, when you leave the field is our team's going to compete, you know? And I think that that's one thing that we're going to, we're really going to have to work hard at. Um, but I think it's what our kids have inside them too. I think that's who they are. That's who they want to be. That's who they want this program to be, uh, to carry that image. If you're going to beat us, you're going to have to play well to beat us. And that's, um, kind of what I'm looking for. And I, I really believe that's the outcome, um, that I think a lot of people will see when they come watch us play. I love ending with this question. You told me your experience. Why do you love softball? Well, I tell you, Webby, it's given me so much. It really has. Um, I've met so many people through the game. Um, honestly, I met my wife at the ballpark. I got two two wonderful kids. Um, Katie was a softball player where I used to coach, where I was an assistant coach at. Um, she went overseas and played. Um, came back. Um, man, I'm I'm I. I I did. I met her at the ballpark through some common friends, uh, through some teammates, things like that. And obviously we have that in common. And, and, you know, we used to, I remember we used to, before I was an assistant coach, um, we used to sit watching, you, know, you get later in the season, you're getting close to the world series and stuff like that. And you're watching places and you're watching LSU play, you're watching the Florida Gators play and stuff like that. You know, and it, it, it's pretty fun for me to be able to say, I got to go coach there. 
you know, three years prior to that, we're looking at it on TV, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, I mean, that's, that's someplace I'll never see, you know, but then you get to go compete there, you know? So, I mean, this game is, is really given me a lot of opportunity to, to do some traveling, to meet wonderful people. Um, probably the thing I love the most about it, other than, you know, getting my family from that is uh, I get to spread my knowledge to younger people. Um, I think a true coach really, in order to look at themselves in the mirror and say, I'm doing my job is they need to want their players to be better than what they were. And, and that, that can only happen. I think with, with giving them everything you have, as far as your knowledge, um, ways to get better, uh, ways to be a better teammate, way to help ways to have your um, teammates get better because of you. So I think that's, uh, that's probably the greatest gift that I could probably give somebody. And I don't really know if I'm giving it back. I don't, I don't feel like I owe anything. I don't feel like I'm giving it back. It's just, sometimes sports are just a part of you, you know, and that's just, that's, that's who you are. It's who you like being. So that's what you do, you know? So, and right now I'm, I'm too darn old to keep playing the game. So I gotta, I gotta stay involved somehow. And, and I really love it. You know, I, it could, you could take all the home runs you ever hit diving plays you ever made. You, you can ball them all up, but I mean, it's, it's nothing compared to when you teach a kid how to do something right. And then they find success in it. I mean, nothing's better than that. You know, and that's uh, that's something that I really, really take a lot of pride in. Yeah, it's fun when sports becomes part of your identity as an athlete. And you, yeah. it, who are you? Oh, I'm uh, this year's old, and I'm an, I'm a basketball player, or I'm a softball player, and it just becomes the first words out of your mouth, and it becomes mm-hmm. a, you know part of who you are. And if you were in a family that was around it your entire life, it's been ingrained in your DNA and the words and the jargon that you use to describe everything in your life. And then, uh, you know, you go to the next level where it kind of becomes a little different. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. a different, different pace, different experience. Sure. But as you said, it's, uh, it's one of those things where if you can teach someone to do something in, in such a way that makes them successful, you know, like you said, having the team compete, um, and we talk about how those things transition after that's not part of your identity anymore. And, you know, you, you we talk about, that that piece and then all of a sudden you're no longer a softball player what skills can you take out and it's competing competing for jobs competing for projects competing if you're a salesperson you're competing against the market um you know competing in relationships to to you know there's there's so many different aspects of it but teaching someone how much effort it takes to be successful at the level they want to be successful at, because we all want to be successful at different levels. If you want to be the best in the world, this is the amount of effort it's going to take. And it's going to piss a lot of people off because they're, you got to be a monster to get to that Mm -hmm. level. And that's kind of where I've fallen in love a little bit with division two. It's, it's below the, the, that monstrosity a little bit, it's still a very high level of uh, effort of engagement of competition. And it's, it's, as you said, to the fans watching, softball in our league it, it's fun to watch because it is it is a high level and we get to yeah. in, enjoy that get up close and be intimate with that atmosphere here at msum so thanks for uh growing it and for for getting after it here in early on in your head coaching career with us and we look forward for more wins to come all right thanks a lot john appreciate it thank you thank you